Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is We Work Corporation, one of our nation's largest co-working spaces, valued at over $47 billion, just filed bankruptcy. So in this, I'm going to share with you what that impact is going to be on the commercial industry and why it matters to you and to myself. So I'm going to share with you, first of all, the WeWork business model. It's very simple. What they do is they rent out entire office buildings and then they will re-rent it at a higher price by leasing out different spaces and creating more income. More income here than what the payments were here. So after a few years of doing this, their property or their company became valued up to $47 billion at some point and had a stock price of $520 a share. As I record this video, the stock prices are at $1.25. So what I want to do is share with you, and it's really important, how they failed. So many lessons there that we can use today to be successful. What its impact, the bankruptcy impact, of WeWork is going to be on the commercial real estate industry, and it's huge, and then why it matters to you and me. So there's some lessons here that we can take forward and help us become better commercial real estate investors. Let's get started. We're going to start off right here on why WeWork failed. And by the way, at any point you have a question for me, go ahead and text. Text me. Text Peter to 833-942-4516. Ask me any questions about this material or any other material. Look forward to hearing from you. All right, let's continue here. Why did WeWork fail? And then I'll share with you the effects of their failure on the commercial real estate industry. Again, it's huge. And then why does it matter to you and I? There's opportunities in something this disruptive happening. So here's why they failed. Three... Three main reasons why they failed. So number one, they grew too fast and they acquired too many properties too quickly, too fast, all right? So how you can relate to this is imagine you having money and you bought a home to live in and you go, wow, this is a great home. I can barely afford to buy another one. In fact, I can't buy another one. I'm gonna borrow money from someone else and I'm gonna buy two other homes. Now I have three homes. So you can imagine having three homes and having to support the mortgage on all three. How long could you do that? That was their problem. So that's a great correlation. Number two is WeWork is really not a real estate company. It's a startup and they did a poor job of due diligence, okay? Real estate's real estate. So they were buying real estate and they probably didn't bring in the real estate experts to do a good job of due diligence on the deal their leases and buying real estate and renting to people, that's the essence of real estate, okay? It's, it's more than a startup. The due diligence should have comprised of their physical due diligence, their financial due diligence, and their legal due diligence. I have a video on that, how to do that with an apartment building or commercial property, but on the physical side, it's you know, taking a look at the location, the property. I think they did a good job there because I've toured their WeWork uh, facilities, and they're beautiful. They're nice. They're fancy. All these amenities is pretty cool. So I think they did a good job there of acquiring the properties or leasing the properties in great locations and making them look nice. 
Where they failed are in the other two components involving due diligence. The second part of due diligence is the financial part of the due diligence. This is where their financial projections were way too aggressive. They thought they can buy these buildings, getting them rented up, and make money and pay their investors. And guess what happened? The reason number three happened, and that was COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic happened and the workers shifted to remote working. So no longer needed all this office space because now people can work from home. So what happened was WeWork decided, hey, I have um, no income coming in. So Mr. Landlord, I can't pay you anymore. And the, the landlord can't pay their mortgage and their bills. And what happens? The business collapses. Okay. So that's what happened. Okay. So that's how you go from 47 billion to bankruptcy. Next, what I want to do is share with you how all this impacts commercial real estate, particularly the office market, but real estate in general. And then lastly, uh, why it really matters to you, how something this disruptive can be an opportunity for you. Let's do that next. All right. So this third and last part, what I, what I want to do here is share with you the effects of WeWork's bankruptcy on the commercial real estate industry and then share with you why it matters to you and I. Here are the effects. Uh, my direct market is the San Francisco Bay Area, where WeWork is headquartered. I've been in the buildings from day one, so I know exactly what happened and why it happened. So here's what's happening today. Because of the bankruptcy, the office vacancy in my area is already at 30%. And so with WeWork's bankruptcy, it's just going to get worse. Nationally, we're already at 20%. So here's the effect. So as the office vacancy uh, increases, more space to become available, the rents are going to drop. Okay. And I say rents dropping because they already are dropping. Okay. They are dropping right now in, in the office space. I see it everywhere. And as a result of the dropping of rents, landlords are going to start to default on their loans already happening in office buildings okay already happening and they're going to sell at lower prices again already happening a building that I'm very familiar with in my city a 2021 valuation was about 220 million dollars and is sold for 70 million dollars cash it happened right there it's all over the news so when all this happens this WeWork bankruptcy it's a massive disruption and anytime you have a massive disruption in an industry like commercial real estate, it equals opportunities. So later on this month, I'm going to produce another video on what I believe on next year's opportunities. Watch out for it because it's going to include part of this. All right, let's go over to why all of this matters to you and I. It really does. So lots of lessons learned here that was going to make us better commercial real estate investors. Again, WeWork was a real estate company, but they did not uh, adhere to real estate principles, thus their downfall. So number one, why it matters is number one is you should always vet or qualify the tenants. So if you have an office building that you wanted to rent to WeWork, and if you were to look at their financials, look at their profit and loss statements, look at their balance sheets, look how much cash they have in the bank, you would not rent to them, no matter how much rent they would pay you. Obviously, buildings did, and that's why they failed. Okay, so always vet your tenant. They didn't. Okay, so the landlords did not vet uh, WeWork correctly. Number two, always invest for cash flow. WeWork didn't do that. 
they were overly optimistic in their financial projections on your cash flow, and they spent lavishly. Okay, so the founder of WeWorks is a very irresponsible person who spent way too much money, wild parties, airplanes, and just all this foolishness using investor money and took his focus off the cash flow. That was a lesson that you can learn is always invest in cash flow. So always vet your tenant and always invest for cash flow. Number three, always have cash reserves for rainy seasons. So real estate is seasonal. You have your good periods, you have your warm periods, and you have your cold periods. So you are going to have those cold periods. When you have those cold periods, you need to be able to fork out money to keep everything afloat. Uh, we were getting, okay? They relied on investor money to keep them afloat. And that's never a good thing. That's just lack of common sense and irresponsibility. Number four, always be the landlord. Always be the landlord. Here's a case in point. Again, the founder of WeWork, uh, he was unethical in doing this, but he actually bought the buildings that he leased to WeWork. Okay, he should have done that, but he did. So he was actually the owner of the building, and later on, when uh, they kicked him out, he sold his buildings, and he sold them for millions of dollars. Okay, so the landlords are going to become very wealthy because of all this uh, debacle here. Again, it was unethical, but it proves this point that I want you to always be the landlord. Whether it's multifamily, self-storage, mobile home parks, warehouses, be the landlord. And then vet your tenant, always invest for cash flow, and always have the cash reserves. That is a recipe for success and sustainability that we work didn't have. Thank you everyone for hanging out with me. Now you understand uh, why things like this happen and how you can learn from them and then capitalize on them. If you want to learn exactly what we do for our students, go ahead and apply to be one of our protégés. But if you just want to read about commercial real estate investing, there's a link to my book. Just download it and get at it. And again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today.